chase, gotta reach them. Uh, trying to put a team together like the Hunger Games. Everybody grind together, we all came from Hunger Pain. Uh, Lay Kid at One Young Still, holding it down, bringing that street geeky nerd So. What is up, my people? Today or year coming with another wonderful episode of That's Right on Screen. We talk about that live action, and today we've got Rings of Power. You know what I'm saying? The Amazon was like, hey, look, Lord of the Rings out there, I heard it's for sale. You know, I heard it's a bargain. Let me go and make a purchase real quick. And lo and behold, <laughs> the price was right, apparently. They, they bought it, they produced a little, a little show. Now, we by ourselves, I want to give a shout out to Vera Morris in the chat, you know, anyone else getting their lurk on, and someone who might be here on the replay, metaphysical people might be watching or sharing or whatever. Thank you for hitting that like button, subscribe, all that, but we ain't by ourselves. No, no, no. Right over here, we got a legend uh, in the cinematic sorcery space. <laughs> I present to you, Solar Gray, what's up? Hey, how's it going, everybody? I'm Solar Gray, the Cinematic Sorcerer. And yes, I'm wearing a T-shirt today because it is hot and I'm tired. So, <laughs> oh, my God. And I, I wouldn't quite say I'm a legend. I just say uh, I, I might be a rebel from my own mind. Okay, but okay. A legend itself? I don't know. I don't know. As you guys can see, I'm seriously sitting up here just like, oh, oh, my God. I'm paying well, that, for my that, uh, right now. That you know that um that heat wave is getting you know what I'm saying that that heat wave is coming through. That heat wave is hot. That heat wave is a little heat wavy. Right? Yeah, I mean, I got all I got right now is Sam Jackson from Do the Right Thing in my head, literally just like. And now it's time for the weather report. It's hot. Yeah, it's hot. <laughs> that's you know? it. It's hot. That's all. You know that it's hot here in Southern California. Yes, now, yes, it is. Um, but you know what else is hot? Fire. Um, comments. <laughs> a lot of hot comments out there. Oh man, are we gonna cover those or are we gonna skip those? I guess we get I I guess we can I got I guess okay, all right. Slight controversy. You probably already know if you've watched the show. If you have it, you luckily you might not even be on Twitter or Facebook or something like that. You might just watch shows and be happy on your own. All right, so when this trailer first dropped, there were people that weren't all like 100% white, you know? So, you know, th there were people that of course were mad about that and comments were not happy on Twitter. And, you know, that's, you know, blah. that's what we come with. And the funny thing blah. is after watching the first two episodes, it's like, bro, you are right. <laughs> there ain't nothing but 0.5%. It ain't even at like 0.2%. Oh, no, 0.03%. Oh, black people in it. <laughs> all right, you still got a hundred white folks. You got like three black people, bro. You gonna be all right. And three black people that have minimal lines. They got a little storyline, but it's on the side. You know what I'm saying? It's on the side. You you gonna be all right. You know what I'm saying? A, a little side appetizer of black. Isn't that like the the trailer did throw us? Because the trailer was like, oh snap, it's gonna be black. No, it's not. No, it's not. No. But that's nah. a whole that's a whole nother thing. We already talked about meaningful representation. We'll see where this show goes, but as of right now, it looks like another Star Wars bait and switch for you. That's, I'm just saying, prep yourselves, because Hollywood is Hollywood. I'm just saying, don't get hyped. You be like, oh, snap, they fighting and stuff. 
Pump your brakes. Remember Man. when we saw the lightsaber? Remember how we all went crazy? Pump your brakes. Pump them. Pump your bricks. Man. Just you in case. You are cynical, man. You are yo, man, I'm cynical. Yo, I've been down this road too many times before. And <laughs> when, like when I say meaningful representation, you look at Star Trek Discovery, you see mm -hmm. meaningful representation. You actually see, you know, uh, uh, um, hashtag black love right there happy. Mind their business. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody doing nothing wrong. They, they love it. Living and loving. Over no, that's here. That's fair. That's fair. Over here. Uh, black love is uh, a little late to the park, but we do get our we do get our garden variety. Uh, you know what? I'm not gonna go there. Why not? Because you know what? This show in general is good. Which is look, all right. We go in general. We're gonna talk about the show. We're gonna get into these characters. Talk, say what we like, what we don't like. We're gonna barbershop it up. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And if this is your first time, we're gonna barbershop it up. We, we don't follow the the actual narrative of the story we just talk about it in general so i'm gonna throw it to solar gray all right all right you finished you finished the first two episodes how you feel? i have um all right so that first episode i walked into i'm like all right let's see what the hype is about i got nothing new to watch it's not like evil's coming back um in the next <laughs> couple of weeks or anything so let me let me check out what am i looking at what do i got and the first episode, I got to say, I wasn't exactly feeling it, but I wasn't exactly against it. Okay. Because okay? um, what I got was I'm looking at the show and it felt like a network TV pilot. Okay. They had a mm -hmm. lot of exposition. And I'm like, no, just, just show me the world. Throw me into the world and yeah. I'll catch up. All right, I'll catch up. If you're doing your job right, I'll catch up. It's cool. Um, and my girl was funny because I said that out loud when I was first watching it. And she was like, yeah, it's probably for the people that don't know the lore. Like, can you hear me in the back kind of thing? And I'm like, you know what? Uh, I can see that. Um, and it was okay. It was okay as far as setup. It, it was, mm -hmm. I, I was sitting up going, I've seen worse. But I've also seen better. Okay. But I've also seen worse. Actually, I've seen a lot worse. <laughs> a lot worse. So, all right. So, um, but then I watched the second episode. And the second episode, I was like, it looks like they're finding their legs. Okay. All right. Let, let's, let's see what I got on this finding their legs thing. And I was not as disappointed as I was afraid I might be. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, um, it was... Now, I'm going to put this out there. All right? Uh-oh, uh-oh. I am, I am what I call a ringer, all right? I am a fan of Lord of the Rings, all right? And I mean, real talk, I am... I'm one of those dudes. Like I've read the Silmarillion, I've um, I've read the books over, and I read the books like once every five or six years. I've read the Silmarillion, I've read the Lost Tales, I've read some of the letters, I've learned the alphabet. I'm that guy. Okay, which is why I think you call me to tell you the yeah, truth. Yeah, because see, like, I've only watched the movies. I've never read the books. That's why I always try to bring in people that know the book side because honestly, I'm not interested in the book side. And, there, and I've told you, I've told, if, if you're new to this show, the reason I'm not interested in the book side is when I was coming up, 
you know, fantasy pretending like black people didn't exist. And to a certain degree, kind of still does. But yeah. I was always disassociated from that. And, if, and now that we're in a time where we're starting to get a little trickle of representation, you know what I'm saying? And when I say trickle, people will be like, well, what about Lovecraft Country? Stop acting like that thing has 10 seasons. All right, stop, stop <laughs> it. So, so like, yeah. the, the, the thing is, like, now I have options to not watch this mess. Like, it can, everybody else can enjoy it, and I can chill and watch the stuff I want to watch. I'm not mm-hmm. stuck watching that one sci-fi show that is just on TV. I'm not stuck in yeah. that lane no more. So now I've seen all the Lord of the Rings uh, movies and the Hobbit films. And shouts to Vera Morrison, I already think the first two episodes are still better than all three Hobbit movies. <laughs> Facts. So, so <laughs> Facts. I'll say this. Uh, and watching these first two episodes, you learned. Y'all cut out all that walking. Yeah, cut it out. Chop, chop, chop. Cut it out. Get it out of here. Get that Bruh. walking out of here. Let's get to the point. I do like Bruh. that. Um, the first episode, I was. You, you hurt me, bro. You hurt me. No, man. Let's, let's, um, let's get, I know, let's get I past. know. By modern standards, it's weird. But you got to understand, in the in the original Tridge, all right, in the first trilogy, the way that it came out, all that walking was based on the fact that they found the ring in Colorado and had to take it to Florida. All right? And, and I get it. <laughs> but it was really there? an excuse for... for like uh, they can get for, Monte Carlo and just drive down there, you know? It was really an excuse for Pete to show, like, these beautiful landscapes, which are great. But then it, when you go, when they trick you into getting the extended ex- edition, thinking you're going to get, like, something, you're like, oh, oh, it's extended walking. All right, all right. The walking is where the adventure happens and the development stuff. You're just, oh, you're killing me. Yeah. So just killing me. In the first episode, I was like, Amazon spending some money. Mm -hmm. I like that. You're showing you care. But it was like, I was like, "Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't hate it, but I don't think I'm sold yet. Then after watching, after watching the second episode, I'm like, oh. First episode is hanging its head on the wrong character. Now I know why. You know, you got a pretty white girl, blonde hair. I get it. I get it. But you're hanging this on the wrong character. <laughs> the brother that tips off a mystery is the it's it's kind of <laughs> like when you go when you go from Avengers disassembled into the new Avengers, mm-hmm. there's this mystery of like, hold up, okay. So who broke these prisoners out? Okay, well, hold up, who paid them? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. So Shield's dirty too? Hold up. So Mr. Fantastic isn't Mr. Fantastic? Like, New Avengers jumps off Civil War, jumps off Secret Avengers. I mean, well, Secret Avengers, Secret Invasion, Dark Avengers. It it jumps off. Shouts to Brian Michael Bendis. I know people had it. But the the kernels in the first, like, volume of the New Avengers back in 2004, that's Mm -hmm. what... I'm not interested in your, like... Basic revenge story that we've seen every character kind of like go through in stories like, oh, my brother died. So now I'm going to put everybody else in danger of doing this. And that, like when she went to get on the boat, I'm like, why she didn't just say, I don't want to get on the boat because she's going to get off the boat. And when she got off the boat, I'm like, yeah, Galadriel is not staying on the boat. We all know this. Now, it, it, I think it's because that type of character has been done so much. We can all call the moments that they're going to do. Well, like even to the disrespect of, of like to the media, yes. But you yeah. have to ask the question: 
is How this many for have seen this super stuff? media or super media savvy people or is this for people that are just coming up you know that that's the question yeah. well they're trying i think they're trying to make a show for everybody and when you try to make a show for everybody everybody's going to comment and then everybody that's seen this a billion times is going to say okay if this is supposed to be a military outfit or unit you need to be staking your lucky stars that they're about to put a crown on your head because anyone else would have been court-martialed, stripped of their rank the second they got back. I got tons of military. My family got tons of military mm -hmm. friends. You would have been stripped the, the second you got back. And then had the nerve to be like, so you let me speak to the king or not? I'm like, who got power in here? <laughs> Is it you? <laughs> I guess I'm, just because the plot said it's you, but in real life, you you lucky they putting a crown on your head because in real life they would do that ceremony without you like nothing even happened wouldn't uh -huh. nobody even say your name they'd be like they'd be like this person this person this person you wouldn't even be there galadriel be somewhere locked up by, right now and they just do the event and, and go on about their business so what I, I actually kind of like we've seen it before it so i guess that's a that's a Hollywood knock and not really a show knock. Partly a Hollywood thing and in line with the lore that they have the rights to. Because um, a lot of people don't know. And those book readers, again, the people that, yeah, everything and all that stuff. Uh, Galadriel ain't well liked. Like by the mm -hmm. time we meet her in Fellowship of the Rings. um, How can I put it? She's very Targaryen in the sense of. Man, you lucky you so powerful because we I, I wouldn't be dealing with you otherwise. <laughs> like yeah. seriously speaking. Um, and we're really watching her be that character that nobody likes. And um, because it takes uh, okay, so this show, this show number one takes place six thousand years before the Hobbit. All right, 6,000 years, meaning Galadriel and Elrond are both still young. By still young fact. and fresh. Yeah, they're, um, you know, they're still young and stupid. It's, it's what it is, you know. Well, Elrond, um, he, don't, he don't really bother me like that. Elrond, I'm like, you know what? I can roll with you. Cool. Elrond Sensible. doesn't become a pretentious jerk until the war, uh, the last alliance of elves and men. That was his big thing. When when Isildur didn't drop the ring into the into the pit, he got all mad, and he stayed mad. And then you know his daughter. As he probably should have dating the wrong dude. <laughs> and you know it, it's kind of a thing. So you know, like uh, Elrond is one of my favorite elves because I hate elves as a species. <laughs> so I'm like he he's the one that's relatively all right. Um, yeah. but yeah, he's still very young, very, you know, kind of cool to hang out with as we saw in episode two. So yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm actually digging that. And, um, um, so that first episode, I was like, uh, it feels like a TV pilot. They're trying to get people in. Yeah, I don't know. And I oh, still think they're the trying to get people up. in on the wrong character, but I mean, I get why. I mean, I mm -hmm. understand, you know, I understand. Well, it's, I don't know I if it's it. the wrong character. What I'm trying to figure out is what story they're telling, you know? Yeah, because I'm, I'm not, I, I really don't care. 
we don't care because we don't know her brother. And mm-hmm. we don't really care about her because there's nothing particularly likable about her. Now, I know people are going to come in and be like, oh, well, you said a woman isn't likable, so you're immediately sexist. No. If this was a male character, same thing. He'd be whack. And I'd be like, we need to be following someone else. I, oh. The person's just whack. But, oh, um, you know, I know, I know we're going to need this person, I assume, because they're important in the future. Yeah. Could I uh, take a second to answer something in the comments real quick? Go ahead. Um, the reason that he had an issue with Arwen being with a human was because um, he is part human. But once he made the choice to be full elf, he turned away from his human side. His brother went on to be regular human. So there was that. Um, the second part was humans don't get to go to the Grey Havens and essentially... By the end of the third age, it ended with the elves going to heaven and whoever didn't go stayed here until they essentially turned into into what the ring wraiths were not evil, but specters that mm. couldn't interact with anything. So her staying here and choosing a mortal life doesn't mean that she died. It just means that she would fade away. And that is essentially a living hell. So think about that idea from the perspective of a parent to a child. You know, that that was why he had that was what his big thing about her being with Aragorn was. If she had fallen in love with an elf, they could just go off to the Grey Havens together and everything be cool. (laughs) Yeah. You know, but it's like you're not just falling for a human, which I could probably pull some strings and get him um, and get him in. But you're choosing the one human that's got to stay <laughs> like of all the people you're choosing the one that can't come with us because he's supposed to usher in the new age. So, yeah. Um, so Vera, you know, thank you for your question and I'm glad that I could answer it. So, and who is that again? What character? That's Aragorn, Arwen and Elrond. Cause oh, Elrond okay. was not about Arwen being with Aragorn because of that reason. And it's like, dude, that's my daughter. And if she stays with you, she's just going to turn into a ghost and essentially be depressed for the rest of time. You know? And she was like, yeah, but that's my choice, daddy. He's like, yeah, and you're too young to understand the the weight of the choice you're making. Yeah, it's like, like you think it's your choice now. (laughs) Until until you about three, four hundred years into your ghostness. You're going to be like, you know what? Yeah. I chose poorly. It always cracked up to me. (laughs) You know, the only upside for her is that as a specter, she'll be able to see her entire bloodline as it happens. But she'll be watching her children and grandchildren and great, great grandchildren and great, 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 great grandchildren who ended up moving to Texas. Like she could watch over all of them, but not interact with them or touch them or talk to them or anything. So it's like, yeah, no, that that that's a thing, you know. Mm. So uh, I do want to, I want to talk about the effects uh, real quick. Mm -hmm. The effects look solid. Um, I I also, this is something Hollywood does a lot is show us a battle 
that like you know what we really love to see this battle uh, <laughs> well, it's a nice little 10 second flashback <laughs> like thanks for the highlights and they're like if we were to show you this battle do you know how much amazon prime would cost you a month <laughs> <laughs> like, like stop acting like amazon prime isn't ripping us off already they just go in and show us the stuff but um now, uh, again, it w they would have to rip us off more. <laughs> so that that that's the thing. Because uh, what do you what do you expect Bezos to do? Pay his employees and not build spaceships? Come on, bro. <laughs> true, true that, true that. He got but, that um, space cowboy to get on. <laughs> so um, I did I did like the effects. I even like the costuming. You know, everything looks pretty solid. You know, like worn in and stuff like that. So I'm digging that. Uh, of course, these, you know, amazing, you know, backdrops and sets or, you know, I guess fake sets as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, everything comes through. I'm, I'm cool with that. Uh, yeah. But, you know, sometimes I like, I need to see a little more adversity. And that's one of the problems when you have people like elves. Wait, that are, a little that more adverse, adverse, adversity? Yeah. And okay. Here's what I mean. Listen. All right, so you leave the ship, you jump in the water, right? Mm -hmm. And you're just like, oh, let me go and take a little swim to the... It's like, no, you're in the ocean. Okay. We will never um, see... We rarely see her get tired, rarely uh, see her... Okay. See, again, <laughs> this is this is a lore thing, bro. Um, this is one of the reasons that, as a fantasy trope, I hate elves. The big thing yes. about elves, all right? The big thing is, yeah. one... They're teenagers until they're about 150 years old. So okay. they spend a century, a century and a half getting good at stuff because they are immortal mostly. The only way an elf can die is if it's killed by another living creature. So it can't drown. It can't freeze. Um, they don't get tired. They don't even sleep, bruh. They barely okay. eat. So but, she's in the water and it's like, well, guess I got to get to swimming. Yeah. But then the only time you're also she to assume we're also yeah. to assume like you took, I don't know, ocean swimming 101. I guess, you know, yes. even even if <laughs> even if all right, we can't drown like homegirl is, the, I guess, the Michael Phelps of the of the elves and stuff. I was no, like, all elves are like that. It, then I was like, like, then I was like, oh, yeah. hold up. Isn't that the ocean that had that big old dragon snake? locking this monster thing in it is like oh i'm hungry for everybody but elf blood i was just like of course and it comes back to that thing where you have kids in movies we know she's not in danger don't put her in it like or, or yeah. put her in a different danger that matters because like I, like come on man you open the show with her she's apparently the star like put her in a different danger where i'm like oh snap she could like oh oh she might be in trouble but and this, I'm like, she's not in danger. And then, at least um, for me, I feel like, why am I watching this if I know there's no stakes? See, As opposed to the soldier that's down in this little cavern crawling like this, I'm like, oh, hold up, bro. Okay. <laughs> we in so, danger because you okay, have no that, mobility. If something starts and, chasing you, you ain't. what you going to do? Shimmy up the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and finally, and that, we have... And, the air duct scene that isn't like, oh, this is a this is a, a Mack truck size air duct where everybody could just crawl through. No, yeah. he's like shimmying through. I like that where he and was the like, rats were like, excuse in, me, bro, excuse me, yo, <laughs> yo, yo, like, just let me we gotta get up out of here. <laughs> no, no, I gotta go. 
Um, <laughs> well, see, that's uh, again, and that is that is that appealing to everybody thing. All right. It's why am I watching this? It's like, no, no, no. That's you're looking at it through the old TV formula. Who we <laughs> open with might not be the main character. Nowadays, um, we focus on ensemble casts, you know, so we got Galadriel doing her thing over here. Mm-hmm. For those people that like, oh, man, Galadriel, she seemed interesting in that one scene in The Hobbit since, you know, other than Legolas climbing up rocks and stuff. Um, and she she seemed real cool in Fellowship of the Ring. Um, you know, so let's find out a little bit more about her. That part's for them. Then you got the, I love this whole, dude, what's up with the elf and the action thing and the investigation? Let's do that. That's for you. Then we got Elrond talking with his dwarf buddy and the inside of Casa Doom for me. That's how this is going. Well, Everybody at, gets well, a little no, that's for me you know? too. I enjoyed that too. That was well, one of the better parts of the show. The well, point I'm, is the vanilla character my, is just vanilla. Yeah, but you get my point is that <laughs> this is like Neapolitan ice cream, bro. You get a little <laughs> vanilla, you get a little strawberry, you get a little chocolate. You know, because I got people going, oh, man, these are just knockoff hobbits. What's up with them? I don't care about them. But knockoff hobbits, you it's get cold. their story, you know. So you got the dollar store hobbits. You got the young Elrond talking with the dwarves. You Why got to be dollar store, though? Huh? Why they got to be dollar store? You know what I'm saying? Because Why? Because a, bro- a brother's running about it? This- huh? Is it because no. of that? No. <laughs> no, because, you know, no, because um, they're new inventions for the show. You know, they're not in the lore. <laughs> And, um, you know, oh, Geeky is asking, can elves choose to give up immortality? No, but half elves can. Elves with human blood can choose to give up immortality like Arwen, like Elrond. Antoine film said, go by hobbits. That's cold, man. It's Mm -hmm. cold. And, you know, then uh, also like uh, the 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 young girl on the hobbit side. Yeah. I'm actually more interested in the older man and the two cackling hens. Yes, I said it. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I'm more interested in them because the kid, you know, she's not in danger immediately. She was like, when mama was like, don't go past the, don't go past the farm. I was like, she's going past the farm. It's going to be dangerous, but no one's getting hurt. I knew that immediately. What happened? Yeah. There's a wolf up there chilling. I guess he just had a full porterhouse steak. And he was like, I ain't hungry no more. I see these right. defenseless little children just eating berries. They look tasty like little nuggets. But I mean, hey, I don't want them. I'm hungry for yeah. other things. Yeah, <laughs> so, I, I, I get where you're coming from on that. But like, you sound like just, me when I'm watching Standard Fantasy. Because who was my favorite character from Star Wars A New Hope? Obi-Wan. But the story wasn't about Obi-Wan. It was about Luke. And Luke was never in danger. You know? But... Um, and- at least, at least Obi Wan had like a fitting, and understandable story in that movie. Like you, that movie actually gives him some meat to chew on. Even if those uh, kids, even if those kids came back with like one less kid, they didn't have to show it, but just be like, "Oh, snap, yo, it's dangerous out here." That's why Mama said, "Don't go," because like, yo, yeah. it's it's dangerous. Now, like, it's dangerous. Nothing dangerous happened. Oh well, then. How do these kids learn? <laughs> then a giant comes down. We'll talk about him in a second. Giant comes down. And it's like, why shouldn't I mess with it? <laughs> There's no stakes. <laughs> like, 
There's supposed to be stuff that's like, oh man, like, I shouldn't touch this. But given that it's, I know who it's that Hollywood, guy so is, I can't really knock the show because it's a Hollywood yeah. thing. Yeah, again, given that I know who that giant is, it's all stakes, but okay. Um, well, I'm not yeah, saying see. you're incorrect. You know, I'm just saying I get where well, you're coming from. There's but... no stakes for her. I, yeah. I can almost guarantee you that girl is not dead, at least not this season. I can almost no. guarantee you that. I'm hoping she ends up being the mouth, but um, that's just me. Um, <laughs> see, the thing that I'm, I'm really watching the show in as the lore guy is I know where this is set. All right. This is set in the east and in the south. So we looking mm -hmm. at if you go back to Return of the King, you're looking at the army that had the cool Arabic looking armor and the elephant riders. We're in those countries and we don't know nothing about those countries. So I'm like, all right, let's see what's going on. That's kind of why the people are kind of are, are, are not exactly great. Um, <laughs> that's, you know, cause those people, I could be like, man, you guys, you guys are not all right. If this is what y'all are like, I can see why Elrond don't like people. God, <laughs> um, cause you know, <laughs> like seriously. And I, I enjoy that they show that because most of the time in fantasy, we only get to see the best of the best. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I'm definitely with that. Um, but so far, like, I'm just looking at this whole thing with an open mind. I'm going, all right, what am I looking at? What are they making? All right. The first episode, I'm like, God, this feels like such a TV show, but at least it looks better than 90% of the fantasy shows that came on sci-fi in the nineties. <laughs> that, mm. That's it looks better than all way better. This ain't no Hercules and Xena. Shouts to Lady Lisa said... <laughs> Nurso said these kids ain't gonna learn unless one of their friends get chewed up. Yo, hey, on the real, what? ask ask those people that came up in like the eighteen and early nineteen hundreds out on the farm. Look, uh, a bro. fox, a fox or a wolf or a coyote was a serious thing, All like because right, they, so. they weren't just hungry for like the chickens. Like if there was a young child out there playing around, yeah, no, look. I mean I get what you're saying, and I'll even back up a point that you that you made. All right. <laughs> Um, a point that you made with the walk-in, all right? Because mm -hmm. we got a perfect story, although it came out in 1986. So this is, this is me being old back here with all the grandma beard. <laughs> but a show about nothing but short people walking that was compelling and done very well was Stand <laughs> By Me. Walking. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was Stand yeah. By Me. Will Wheaton, Corey Feldman... Keith yeah. Sutherland. Now it's just a bunch of kids walking for a few days, going through stuff, dealing with dangers like leeches and junkyard mm -hmm. dogs and all that stuff. So I get what you're saying. I, I definitely get what you're saying because, you know, the one time we get consequences, and I think that's what you're really upset about, is not stakes, but a lack of consequence. Because the closest mm -hmm. consequence we got was, uh, what's her name? Nori is out there and I only remember her name because that was one of the one of the names of the dwarves from The Hobbit. Um, Nori is out there going, hey, big giant, let me show you how to eat snails. And then her dad just breaks his leg. And it's like, you know, you should have been there. <laughs> oh, yeah, true, true. You know? That is, he did break his leg. So, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, my Dukes was like, you should have been here. He was like, no, that's okay. Look, hey, fathers, all right, stop doing that to your daughters. All right, you wouldn't have done that to a son. A son, you would have told him he should have been there. All right. Hashtag Ooh. equality. 
You know what oh I mean? man. <laughs> you know what? Uh Vera, you are absolutely right. You know, I'm still oh. calling them dollar store hobbits. You uh, know, but shout out, shout out. You, you Harfoots are one of the three breeds of hobbits, along with stores or stores, I guess, and mm -hmm. follow hides. I ain't even gonna pretend. Look, just letting y'all know, I'm gonna be messing everybody's name up. Don't yeah. look, don't mind me. Do not and, not. <laughs> and wasn't Smeagol, um uh, just leave in the comments, Vera. I'm pretty sure Smeagol was a fallow hide. So, um, but yeah. All I know is he definitely needed some moisturizer and, <laughs> and, and, and I don't know, a barber of some sort. Somebody had to do something with some of this. But, yeah. but that all, you know, before, before he went, before he got crazy, you know what I'm saying? He was all right. He was, no, he, he still, wasn't. He was a jerk before he got crazy. Yeah, but I mean, his looks, like he was, he was oh. all right. You know, he could have yeah, been his in the market. All right, but you know that whole, <laughs> hey, I found this thing at the bottom of the ocean. Cool, let me have it. He pretty much should have looked at Teagle going, "What you got on my forty, homie? <laughs> yo, yo, let me see that for a minute. Let me see that. Like, nah, you know, nah. I, I get back. <laughs> like, nah, nah. <laughs> but um, the. The Elrond part with uh, the prince and the princess, Durin. Um, yeah. uh, Durin and Disa. Yeah, is it Disa? Yeah. Bro, so I was all uh, in. I was yo all the whole thing. In. The whole thing from the the brick breaking to well, first to get me like yo, what's the password? New England clam chowder. Then he was like shut. And he was like, I love. I look, I challenge you to a duel. There was a I, I come on in. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. so, like, <laughs> so it like him going through the brick breaking. And the funny part is like, yo, man, we supposed to be cool. And dude was like, uh -uh. he was I, I was like, yo, was he, I was like, was he Bruh. lying this whole time? But then when he breaks it down, I'm like, oh yeah. Cause I have been elves waiting. don't experience time like that. So to an elf, no. it's like, oh yeah, we ain't seen each other for like a week or so. It's all good. He's like, bro, you missed 20 years of my life. Yeah. I but got to married. an elf, 20 years kids. is like 20 years is like, oh yeah, it's been like a month, but you know, we good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and that was that I've been waiting for somebody to break down that trope for a long time. This is one of the reasons that immortality is a curse. Because it, because mm. he even said, "Oh, has it only been twenty years? Phew, I thought I was here like Wednesday, you know." And he's like, "If we friends, what's my wife's name? What well, if the we boy. friends? How many kids I got? Like I was a swinging bachelor way back then, Bruh. <laughs> bro. Mm -hmm. I didn't start a business. <laughs> I I got kids. <laughs> I got I got my own place. <laughs> I moved out of my dad. Like you." And where were you? You weren't at my wedding. You weren't at the birth. You weren't at the christening. You weren't at the baby shower. You know, like, bruh. <laughs> now, normally, I would agree. Uh, immortality is a curse unless you ask those people like Vandal Savage. Then they say it's an opportunity. But, uh, like, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I do like you. seeing that relativity of time in that way where it's like, yo, man, I'm not going to live forever. Like, so you Dwarves lost 20 got like years. 400 years. That's but I, it. I also oh. did enjoy, you know, his wife coming in and be like, look, squash all that. Sit down and let's eat. And, and then him seeing that he planted the tree. And all, exactly. it was just a, he was what, like, what I really loved, really loved was when he walked in and his wife was like, you that Elrond that he's always talking about. Man, he's always going on about you. And he's like, honey, honey, honey I'm trying to be mad. I'm trying. Oh, oh, <laughs> shit. You know what? What I saw, and this is this is no lie. I'm not saying that just because I'm on this. Mm 
But what I saw was me coming to visit you <laughs> in like 20 <laughs> years. It's you going up, man. We were boys when we when I was in California. What's up with that? What's up? And Lisa and Lisa coming up to me going, Solar, hey, it's been so long. No, you stand for dinner. Uh uh, uh I can't know. You're gonna show me that cheesecake recipe too. And, and me going, Well, I, I don't want to impose and all that stuff. And you know, he a little mad at me. Forget him, that's my house. You know, that's what I saw. <laughs> then the kids <laughs> running around. I don't know where they got those huge helmets from, but that was just funny. Like that I was, literally busted out laughing when they ran that into was each other. Parenthood. I was like, I was like, this no. is hilarious. I was like, and it's not hilarious where they were trying to, I mean, of course they expected it to be funny, but it wasn't like one of those, it was just no. like the, was the humor of life. Yeah. It's just the humor of exactly. life happening. And it's I was like, like, yo, your kids are running around. It's hard to be mad when it's like your kids are going crazy over here, messing with some stuff that I'm pretty sure they're not supposed to be messing with. And I'm pretty sure you've told them at least once a day not to mess with those helmets, but there they go playing in the helmets. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, it's in like, fact, I'm almost absolutely sure you told them not to mess with the helmets. And, and then this like is the, the wife show. like chill out. So I, that reeled me back in. That and yeah. the mystery with oh, the uh, with um, the elf brought me back in. Because the first well, episode, I was just like, yeah, I don't like characters like this. Well, my <laughs> big thing was, wait, he's going to Moria. We get to see Moria with the lights on. Oh man, I've been waiting for this because Moria and Kaza Duke, that was that was the business. That was seriously like in the lore, right? You mm -hmm. got you got where they were and um with Thorin King under the mountain. And in the Hobbit movies, if nothing else, you got to see, hey, this was kind of cool. But where they were was where Gandalf died in the fellowship. And it was like, check out the halls of Daryl Death. In fact, that door that he was at was the same door that said speak friend and enter, you know, with the whole thing in the water and all that stuff. So we get to see that nice and clean and we get to, um, we get to really see the biggest, most capital, most awesome city of the dwarves at its height. Just like we're going to get a chance to see Numenor, um, the world of men at its height. And I'm like, cool. Cause fantasy has this real irritating trope to me which is all the times before you're before the times that we get to see in the book or the times that we're experiencing. Yeah. The past was better. Yeah. You know, the it's, stores are better. The food was cleaner. The fantasy city was, does <laughs> fantasy does like this thing where it's, even though it's supposed to be long, long ago or like this, you know, old timey thing, it's, they always kind of open you up in a like post-apocalyptic version of that. It's like <laughs> after a period of peace, <laughs> like you know, it's always like it always exactly. opens like that. <laughs> after yeah. centuries of happiness, milk and honey, and everything. Now <laughs> it's well, dirt, in truth, mud, well, angry. It would be very interesting if there wasn't nothing wrong, because it's like, and we are at the height of our power. Look at this. This is all real. It'd be like watching Star Trek based on Earth, because it's like this is Earth. We got all of our stuff together. There's no more hunger. There's no more poverty. Everybody gets to live the life they want to live. There, there's, you know, um, the only thing in Starfleet or the only thing on Earth in Star Trek that is a weird resource is space travel. Like you join Starfleet if you want to see somewhere other than Earth. But Earth is so cool. Yeah, Earth is so awesome. Really wants to leave. So, now, um, 
so Garish put a whole George, show on that. <laughs> Garish George does bring up something. Says, uh, "Is the tower project that Elrond is working on the tower where Saruman was in two towers?" I no. think it no. looks like it. That is, it is not the tower. Oh, it's of not because the it drawing looks. Tower of like, no. You know what? I'm gonna do that this week because I was planning on watching all the movies, uh, all the movies, <laughs> all the movies to catch up with like different places and stuff, especially since this show shows a map and it's like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? You bust the left on 95 and then you go up and you connect with like 81 and then you go over to West Virginia or something like that. Or you're like, you on 405 and you connect with five South or something like that. You know, like it, it shows you where the map is. So I want to go back and watch the movies and be like, oh, okay, okay. These things, cause the drawing did kind of look like it, at least to me, but maybe, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, and um, I, I get where you're coming from on that. Now, that tower is uh, the tower where um, um, Celebrimbor actually made the Elven Rings. And that is like on the far west coast of the Middle-Earth continent. Um, and yeah, I remember his name was Celebrimbor. I told you I'm that guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, where Saruman's tower, the Tower of Orthanc, is way to the southwest. On the border of Rohan, so, um, so I mean that's um, if you will, um, that tower to answer your question is to the southeast of the mountain um, of the mountains over Khazad Doom. So we're we're talking we're we're talking um, just to put it in modern modern West Coast um, West Coast geography um saruman is in vegas and that tower that Celebrimbor is talking about building is up in san francisco okay so we're talking seven eight hundred miles away so yeah that that's that's the thing on that so um where, where? and yeah it's it's in the what will be the kingdom of arnor which is the sister city to gondor which was the other country that Aragorn had to be king of, because that was the condition to marry Ar to marry Arwen. It was I ain't saying you can't marry my daughter. What I am saying is, if we get rid of the devil, you raise up the city of Gondor, you reignite the city of Arnor, and then you put them both back together. So essentially, oh, get rid that of was the, the whole thing with the. Uh... That was her whole thing with the king that was all like dusty and dirty and like eating like like black. I don't know. Rancid oh, you're meat. talking Denethor. Yeah, oh. Denethor was the steward. And because oh, he was it, like eating rancid meat and stuff. I was like, I don't know what's wrong with this dude, but he ain't fit to be ruling nothing. Yeah, no, the stewards are essentially all right, the king is gone. We need somebody to take care of this place while he's out. What? And after Isildur, there was 3,000 years without kings so that family was essentially running everything but they couldn't keep the whole thing together just looking at Egyptian history it's essentially um, mixing um, the southern delta and the northern delta together into one Egypt and that's what Aragorn had to do in order to be qualified to marry Arwen because the elves don't say no they just say you can do it if you achieve this impossible task <laughs> you know. Shouts to Antoine Allen saying, "To the east, my brothers. To the east." 
<laughs> I mean, it's not Antoine Allen, Antoine Film. Shouts to Antoine Allen that I haven't seen in a minute. But um, but yeah, to the east, and yeah. brother, to the east. <laughs> and and to Antoine, they are the towers where the elven rings will be formed. But of the 20 rings, um, 17 of them were made in Mordor, and the other three was were made at the Tower of Celebrimbor. So that's why um the elves never turned bad or anything because Sauron didn't know that Celebrimborn made any rings. And then he found out he made rings, but they weren't plugged into the Sauron network. <laughs> oh, 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 they weren't they weren't plugged into the network? <laughs> That's why it's one ring to rule them all, bro. Well, yeah, true. You know, and... he, he built that network and then said, oh, and by the way, now you're all going through my server. <laughs> and the elves were like, yeah, no, that's that server over there. I'm, I'm, uh, we're over here. But don't tell him we're not on his server. It's like, no, we ain't got no rings. You never made us any rings. We didn't trust you type of thing. So, but uh, sh- all right, so shouts to Sauron, all right, because I vaguely, because it's been maybe maybe 10 years since I've watched mm-hmm. those movies. It might be 10 years. since. I- so, but I remember, I I remember, all right, your boy Sauron, he won't play it. And it's funny hearing his Sauron. <laughs> like, <laughs> Sauron. I'm like, man, you ain't got to say it like that. I know your brother did, but that. You ain't got to say I mean, come on. All right? Like, calm down. Yeah. Now, I want to I throw in a little, a little love to my snow trolls for a second. All right? Okay. Now, yeah. you're chilling. All right, let's think. All these little, I don't know, orcs and evil, evil little minions and stuff, they left, right? Sauron gone, right? So ain't nobody there. So this is now your house. You've taken uh, taken domain or whatever. You get your mail there. This your house. Essentially, some elves come into your house and you like, yo, man, why you breaking in my house? And they kill you. Yeah. It's like the Dave Chappelle skit where like the cops come in and like shoot them and sprinkle some crack on them. It's like, uh, yo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, hung up pictures of himself all over the place. Because <laughs> like, like, I'm like, yo, hold up. Ain't this technically the Snow Trolls house though? Like, um, well, like he was chilling. Like y'all came is, there. Like he was minding his business. See, this is where we get into the problematic parts of the Lord of the Rings, because in Lord of the Rings, your species determines whether or not you're good. So um, trolls are evil. Period. So those Snow Trolls went and they took the house, and it's like, no, nah, well, they bad anyway. We let them get strong. They gonna start killing people. And um, it's it's very. It's but he very won't kill nobody. He was just kicking it in the house by himself. Mm-hmm. Just chilling. Yeah, no, I get and that. I, I assume there's not a, too many people up there with all that snow. Well, see, um, and that is you're bringing up Sauron. I, w- I want to get back to Sauron. Yeah. Um, because here's the thing. Um, Sauron is the second big bad. Okay. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you that in a second too. Yeah, oh, you're going to ask me about Melkor or Morgoth. Yeah, because I'm like, in the movies, at least from, you know, of course, because I haven't read any books, from mm-hmm. the movies, it seemed like, yo, he was the final boss, all right? He was the final and, boss for that age, is the yeah, thing. It seemed like he okay. was the final boss, but then when you get that, now we open up this, it's like, no, it, it's not Bison, it's Akuma that's the real... <laughs> uh, kind of. <laughs> to um, put it in see, Street Fighter terms, it's yeah, not no, Bison. And, and he's not the final boss. It's really Akuma. It's like, oh snap, who's Akuma? Um, pretty much. See, let me give you just a quick thing of the 
uh, a quick rundown of the cosmology of Tolkien. All right. All right. Um, first, turn your mind to the Catholic Church. All okay. right. So we have Inu Iluvatar. Okay. Our Anu. Anu Iluvatar is God. He is God upon God. That he is right. number one. He is the creator the top. of the Omega. Right, okay. Cool. He is God Big G. Under him are the Velar. Think about them as the archangels. All right. Okay. We got like Manwe, Omo, um, all of those guys. And each one has their own little department. Okay, we got the the Archangel of the Rocks. We got the Archangels of the Ocean, um, the Archangels of the Wind, you know. And um, and each of those Archangels made their own little sub-things. You know, they had their assistants to go help with them. Sure. All right? So, um, Morgoth, Melkor, was in that first load. Okay? Mm. Melkor is, for all intents and purposes, Lucifer. See, music and songs play a really big thing in this whole thing. And Ilu Iluvatar made the universe by singing and conducted um, and composed an orchestra. And the Valar are the heads of each section. You got your strings, you got your horns, you got all this stuff. Melkor didn't have one particular department. He wasn't he wasn't the archangel of the water or the archangel of left or right or the archangel of biscuits um he was you're the archangel of angel of biscuits though <laughs> yeah i mean you know. yo get that um, fresh biscuit sunday morning so come on now he, he was the most powerful of all of them because he had a little bit in everybody's territory so like okay. you got the archangel of plants who was on a scale of one to five a five in plants and a one in everything else all right Melkor was a three in everything. And he was like, well, I know a lot about you. I know a lot about their thing. I'm going to write my own song. So he ended up trying to make his own sub-universe within the universe. And the other ones were like, man, he keeps do he keeps messing up the song. And Iluvatar is like, oh, no, don't worry about it. I'll just write this next section around what he wrote and it'll all be good. Or he tried to write something and it turns out, hey, you stumbled upon that thing I had to write for you in the first place. And Melkor is like, man, I'm just trying to make my own thing. <laughs> and it's like, you can't make your own thing because it's all me. See, that that's the whole thing. And that was the first age. But in that age, when Melkor tried to make his own stuff, that's where we got dragons, giant spiders, the Balrogs. All right. And on that level, so we got Ilu Iluvatar. The Valar, and then um, the Maiar, okay? And that's where Sauron comes in. Sauron is on that next level down um, okay. with the dragons, the evil. Thank you, George. Or, yeah, thank, <laughs> thank you, Jaren's uh, George. <laughs> um, yeah, but on that next level, we got the dragons, of which Smog is the smallest, uh, the eagles, who were their own thing, the tree ants, Tom Bombadil, the okay. wizards, <laughs> and Sauron. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so that that that's where we're at because Melkor, you know, essentially left heaven, took a third of everybody, and Sauron was his number one. So Sauron is pretty much the Antichrist. All right, cool. 
Because right. so at least I was, about, I was about to ask you, I was like, so he's, because the way at least he's positioned in the first three movies is like, he's basically the devil. I mean, he's basically like. Well, and that's the thing. Um, he is as far beyond humans, or he is as far beyond mutants as mutants are beyond humans. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. So, so again, the thing about the Lord of the Rings, it deals with deep time and hard power levels, hard power levels. Um, so yeah, Sauron and the wizards and the Balrog, all the same league. <laughs> they are okay. all the same league. However, that's just the college league when it comes to the Tolkien universe. The NFL and the NBA are the Valar. All right. And there's so only then, <laughs> Okay, okay. So that's when because when they brought in was it Melkor or whatever I can't remember the guy's name is. But when yeah, they, Melkor. Melkor. Or so when they brought in Melkor, I was like, uh hold on, what? Hold, what uh hold on, say who? Yeah, that was Sauron. I thought boss. your boy Sauron was the was the man. So he ain't the man no more. And and this show is like, nah, he ain't the man no more. Nah, like, it's you thought he was the man, but he ain't nah. That was a week ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it, it's more like he'll be what's left of the man. That whole thing of the past was bigger and more fantastic than the present. So when we're watching the movies that come at the end of the third age, again, six thousand years <laughs> after this show um we got that dude so it's essentially um how can i put this how, how can i really put this i don't know that much about sports so this is like at this point sauron is the top college pick where melkor okay. slash morgoth is jordan <laughs> uh, all right so okay so yeah and so uh, he's got promise, but he he ain't there yet. He, he ain't there yet. Yeah, he, he, he ain't he's there got yet. Promise. Um, but again, <laughs> top college pick. All right, where you got Aragorn and the Fellowship, specifically Aragorn, Gimli, and Legolas. They varsity. They just got their scholarship. Okay, they're they're they're, all right. they're like they're all American high school players, but they're exactly, exactly. And then so you like, got, they, they got skills, but you yeah, know, exactly, exactly. And then you got um, that next level being Sauron, the Balrogs, um, the Eagles, um, and the Wizards. Um, and those dudes are essentially um, the, the top draft of the NBA in their first two years, mm, but okay, then you okay, got okay. the Valar. Which are the ones people argue about? The Valar are Jordan, Magic, um, LeBron. <laughs> uh, you know, that's where those dudes are. And okay, then, okay. well, actually, all you of got the, your, all of like your the Will Chamberlain. Family. Yeah, you got your Will Chamberlain, your Kareem. And then, of course, you've got Anu Iluvatar as essentially your Jordan. You know that that's the whole thing. Like, you know, that that's the goat. That's the whole thing. Um, yeah, I know, I know. Shots fired. I don't care. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and um, so yeah, I mean that's real or actually you got Ilu Iluvatar as the owner of the team. Yeah, <laughs> that's he, he would, he it seems like <laughs> you know. yeah, it, it seems like he he would essentially own be like the league owner. He would like own the league or like he the is, commissioner. He is he, the number one stockholder in the NBA. 
Yeah, he's the he's David Stern. <laughs> oh, I forgot. It's not even Stern no more. That I'm showing my age. It's not yeah, Stern exactly. no more. It's uh Silver. Silver is yeah. the, <laughs> the guy. Exactly. Silver is the guy over the NBA now, man. Yeah, exactly. Stern. So, How long has it been? <laughs> yeah, and that and that's the whole thing. Ilulu Vitar is Stern. The Valar are your NBA Hall of Famers that everybody argues about because they'll never play each other ever. Yeah, they'll never <laughs> play each other. So you know. <laughs> Because, I mean, we can watch footage of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Wilt Chamberlain, and we can question what they would be like against Magic Johnson and Worthy. Um, but we already know that Jordan took down Johnson, and then we can ask the question, like, who's better, LeBron or Johnson? You know, yeah, so it's then, that kind of thing. Then you can even ask the question about, well, Jordan took down Johnson, but Johnson's age when Jordan came in, then you could, you could all, you, you know, you... Those exactly. arguments could go on forever and ever. And, and those are the ones it. that happen in the Lord of the Rings community. It's like, well, Omo got all this. Yeah, but Manway created the elves. Yeah, but Manway also created the eagles and what the eagles are out and all, all that same, same barbershop stuff. All right. Just, cool. just different skin. All right. So, so yeah. So what Sauron is, is essentially a fallen angel who worked for the fallen archangel. All right. So he's uh, the Antichrist. Melkor slash Morgoth is the devil. <laughs> and, right, so, so Morgoth basically left and said, who's coming with me? Yeah. And Sauron was like, I'm coming with you. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> no, right, Sauron right. is like, that is, a, that is the wrong question for you to ask me. <laughs> the question to ask me is, where we going? <laughs> you know, um, and that's what Sauron does in the second age. Because after the War of Wrath, um, Morgoth was cast into darkness. So Sauron is like, you know, you're worshiping these Valar and Elu Iluvatar, but can you see them? Can you do all this stuff? Now, let me tell you about who really show up for you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that's what caused the fall of man and the fall of Numenor, which was like Atlantis and all that stuff. All right. So, so. Uh, another thing I like about this show, even though... I'm on the fence about stuff like this because, you know, your show isn't guaranteed, even though this is, this is Lord of the Rings, it's kind of guaranteed. But um, when the king is like, uh, so Elrond, yeah, uh, since the ship is gone, yeah, um, yeah, uh, she's probably right. There, there, yeah, there's something going on. Hold up. <laughs> if you knew there was something going on, I guess because also as a king, you got to play politics. You can't have people going crazy and panicking. You know what I'm exactly. saying? I guess. But then exactly. at the same time, you don't want people to just be kicking it like it's all good. And then all of a sudden be like, oh, the sky is falling. What, what, the king ain't saying nothing to me. So, I mean, yeah. and then even on, uh, is it Durand? What is, I can't remember his name. The, the, um, uh, Durand's father. Yeah. Durand's father. Uh, when he was like, do they know? It's like, oh, here we go. Y'all always lying to folks. Oh, well, tech, no, no. Let me take that back. Technically, they didn't lie because nobody asked them. Nobody came to the mountain asking people nothing. So technically, there was no lie to be told because there was never a question asked. So mm -hmm. y'all just being secretive. So, I mean, I guess it's okay to be secretive. You know what I'm saying? Well, in the know. Tolkien universe, diplomacy means a lot. So it's really one of those, you really have to nurture friendship. It's like the Godfather. It's like, you never called me over for a cup of coffee. And now you're coming to me asking this, which is what he looked at Elrond and said. Yeah, it's like, true. Where have the elves been? They, <laughs> they don't help come us? around when they want to take stuff. Or, you know, like somebody mm -hmm. coming into the hood. Or 
onto the reds. It's like, oh, you want to come in here and build something for us? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Or you're going to come and redevelop? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that that's really what the we're redeveloping. It's gonna be there's gonna be affordable housing here. For who? Yeah. (laughs) So who's affording it? That's funny. So you're gonna be making houses that come with jobs? Like who's gonna be affording these houses? Yeah, like, as you know, according to uh, according to this index here, there's a whole lot of houses over there that people can afford. Look at all the houses that are filled up in Beverly Hills and Bel Air. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, the, so that that is another thing that I'm intrigued about. Um, the first episode, like I said, was kind of shaky for me. I didn't. I was starting to yeah. not care because I was like, yeah. these are the type of characters, the type of stories I don't really care a lot about, unless maybe we had a three episode premiere where we got a little more time with her brother and then also her brother and her to be like, oh yeah, yeah. man, this guy's kind of cool. It's it's important that he died. You know what I'm saying? Instead of like, all right, her brother died. Okay. Yeah, we, we need she's it. Gonna be, she's yeah, going to be mean to everybody. She's not going to listen. It. She's not even going to get a scrape. And then she's going to put everybody else's life in danger. And then when we yeah. go back, there's not going to, there's not going to be no cuff, cuffs, no demotion, no nothing. It's going to be like, hey, oh, we'll go on to Valhalla. Well, <laughs> see, that was the other thing though. Hey, going to Valhalla, that kind of was the punishment. Oh, it was, yeah. like, it was more like reassign her, get her out of here. <laughs> like, get her, get her Promote out. Promote her <laughs> out of the field. All right. But, but to, to her credit, the king is like, King turns to Elrod is like, so um, check it. Yeah. Uh, sounds like there's some validity. <laughs> yeah. And see, that's um, Gilgalad like, is my. Elrod, if I was Elrod, I'd be like, yeah, but dog, well, that is like, my second favorite of the elves because he does have that kind of mind. It's very much the no, oh uh, no. What do you mean? I promoted her out of the field. I couldn't make her stay on the boat. Like I did my part, you know. <laughs> so because it, it's now you have a situation where technically you had a I wouldn't call that that's not a battalion, a small party. You had a yeah. small party that has already been on the case, knows yeah. the case. You know, they got the case files and everything. And they and, and then you just ship them off. Who? The brand new people that don't know nothing? Going supposed to... You screwed yourself, man. You screwed yourself. <laughs> now, they're going to be like, hey, man, go out there and find Sauron because it's like some darkness and stuff happening. They're going to be like, who he? And they'll be like, oh, man, we got to start from the beginning. So it's like, I mean, they'll, they'll know who he is, but I mean, still. Um, yeah. But uh, so let's talk about uh, meteors, man, or the meteor man. Oh yeah, the meteor man. <laughs> Shouts out Hang to on. a classic movie. Shouts out to Robert Townsend. Hang on, um, I got to um, I got to learn the information. <laughs> All right, now I'm ready. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm ready. But yeah, uh, dude falls from the sky, and I'm like, oh snap! It, at first, I thought it was just a meteor was going. You know, it was going like I don't know, bust a hole in the ground. It's gonna be like orcs running around, like ah, we hungry or something. But and die. It was just one dude chilling. I was like, oh, so this is like Superman or something? I was like, because I don't know nothing about Lord of the Rings. All I know is he got angry, he started shouting, and the tree started leaning over. All right? That's yeah. all I know. Um, honestly, I haven't seen any spoilers, but it can be one of two characters. The wizard that was made up for the show that there have been rumors about okay. or Sauron. <laughs> it's one of them oh. too. Because all of the markings and all that stuff that, like, you know, they're following that sigil. That is the sigil of Morgoth. That's the sigil of Sauron's boss. And oh, okay. um, 
See, I thought yeah. that I always thought that was his own sign. So he he using his boss's sign. Well, and yeah, that was um the War of Wrath was the last big war. That was the last time the Dark One came. And Sauron becomes the new Dark Lord after the sinking of Numenor. You know, at this point, he's like, look, I'm a celestial being. You can trust me. Let me show you how to make stuff. Let me show you how to do that. They're like, you know, if you just go to the Valinor and throw yourself on their mercy saying that you want to get better, you know, they'll probably let you do that. He's like, you know what? I'll do that. But first, I'm going to stop over here. I'm going to stop. <laughs> but first... Here. And um, so, yeah, and since this is the second age where where Sauron is doing all of his machinations and it's called the Rings of Power, uh, <laughs> um, it makes sense that this dude who starts off. See, I want to make Game of Thrones references, but you haven't you haven't watched the show. Yeah, so this I, dude is but using Lord of the Rings references, Grima Wormtongue from the Two Towers is very much a Sauron type character. That's what he does. He gets in close. Okay. Oh no, my lord, let me give you all, like like Jafar. He he runs Ooh. around the elves, uh, the elves and the humans like Jafar. The thing is, Gilgalad, Galadriel, Elrond and Celebrimbor are like, "All right, I'll take that under advisement." <laughs> I'll take that under advisement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> so like that um, that's a big thing. Uh, I did, uh, if that's, cause, um, what was it? Geeky Andre just put in, I hope the, uh, the black elf investigates, um, investigating the orcs doesn't die this season. Let him make it back to his woman. Well, he's not going to die. <clears throat> I don't think, I don't think he'll die because I, I would, the way Hollywood the way what Hollywood is set up, at least now, I don't think they kill him. They probably just marginalize him where it's like, oh, he's real dope. And we see him like once every three episodes or something. Like um, that. But I, I um, wouldn't quite say marginalized. He fills the slot of Legolas in this show. We hope. No, we, he's the what two else? episodes. He's we, on the we, ground. You know, we he, he's got the love interest arc, um, but he's on the we ground hope. actually doing the work. Um, he's yeah. the one we spend more time with. So yeah, they're not going to marginalize because TV has been working a lot differently than motion pictures. You yeah, know, yeah. T TV has been working a lot different. So, um, yeah, I think he's going to play a really big, important part in the show. Um, not the star. Okay. Cause unfortunately, um, they just ain't happen. uh, yeah, no pretty blonde girls, uh, get more subscriptions than competent black men. Sorry, that's just that's the country that we live in. All right. Um, even though, even though I I uh, I have the same argument with that as the the vague argument of like, well, you know, Middle America doesn't like doesn't really like this. Well, what is Middle Middle America? What are the boundaries of Middle America? Where's the study for Middle America? You did a you did a study just last week, right? How many people were in the study? What were the ages of the people? They just say it. <laughs> and you just, we just agree with it. We're just like, oh, well, I mean, that's Middle America. Uh, well, see, where is, I, I is would, Middle America? Does it start I, at, say, Ohio and end at Colorado? Or does it start at Missouri and ends at, you know, the tip of Oregon? We're, no one knows. We just say it. No, they're the flyover <laughs> states, essentially. They're talking, about, they're talking about the places that still have sundown towns. Because, um... <laughs> 
because those spots, they get loud. Sometimes they get violent. They start crusades. All right. Um, it's only in the past 10 years where we on these precious, precious coasts and in the big cities are like, shut up. We're going to watch it anyway. In fact, we're going to watch it despite you. I wasn't interested until you started mouthing off. Now I'm going to watch it just to get on your nerves. That's only been the past 10 years. Vera, Vera brings up a very good point that I think actually will happen, especially because this little, the little dumb boy. We're going to talk about him because he dumb. But Vera says, I think the mother would die and the son would have more hate for elves because of him. And of course, with the little, the little sword thing, the little spear thing that his boy done already cut his finger on. He done already put his blood into it and stuff. So y'all always mixing blood. First thing, that wasn't yours. Why are you messing with it? Why are you messing with it? It's not yours. Because he's a kid. He's a kid. (laughs) That's, That's what kids do. You know, him playing with the sword is just like the other kids playing with the giant heads. Kids go, cool. What's this? I don't know. I'm going to play with it. Now I'm going to hide The giant heads parents. are way different. <laughs> way different than this, like, so, but, you know, it, I, now, guess, I guess, I guess, I guess I could give it to him, you know. Oh, and not to the, mention the magical artifacts think, come with their own influence. I would, yeah, know. I would, I think I would say. Even I could mess with that, but once, now of course, it's black people, so black people is different. Once my blood got sucked into it, I'd be like, hey mom, look, um, I need to talk to you real quick. Or hey dad, uh, guess what, something crazy happened? <laughs> or like even one of my friends, somebody, when your blood gets sucked into an item and it starts glowing, or a little fire starts glowing, that's when it's time to escalate Again, the call. Escalate the issue to okay. IT. <laughs> So as a dude that deals with fantasy tropes and practices magic in the real world, um, what you're talking about makes sense if you were dealing with a regular thing. All right. Okay. But this is a big, dark, evil thing. Step one with big, dark, evil thing. All right. Um, Put a spell on it that compels people to do it, uh, compels people to mess with it. Your brain might be like, put this down. And your brain might even be going, no, seriously, why are you picking this up? It's like that old skit from a comedian that we don't talk about very much saying, you know, there's some like your body knows what's going on, but your head is always kind of stupid. Like you, you're you <laughs> walking down the street and you hear a noise come from an alley and you just start running. But your head is like, no, wait, what is that? So you're running forward, but you're kind of looking behind you to see what it was. It's that kind of thing, you know, subtle <laughs> influence, you know, mm. so it's like. You know, he picked up the sword and it's like, oh, look, it's a rusty old thing. Yeah, what's this symbol? I don't know. But if you watch it again, when it's sucking in the blood and reforming its blade, the black speech of Mordor is out there, too. So you're Uh, okay. You know, so that's like a little bit of mind control happening. Like, oh, good. Now feed me more, Seymour. Feed me all night long. Next next thing you know, this little boy going to be eating raw fish from the string. Pretty much. I mean. Look at the way the ring um, kept compelling Frodo and Bilbo and Gollum. You know, it, it's in our parlances. Then he had to smack. Then he had to smack Samwise one time. Then yeah, he was like snap out of it, boy. Uh, no, no, actually, Samwise is the only person who was tempted by the ring itself and just shook it off. Because oh yeah, uh, yeah, hobbits were good ring bearers because they were already content. 
the ring is like, I give you power. I can give you empire. And, you know, especially in the book, he was like, I, I could be Samwise the Strong. I, I, I could raise army. What, what am I thinking? I'm a gardener. I just want that chick at the bar. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. You know, He's like, I mean, yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so like that whole black speech and the compulsion, um, that's okay. how magic tends to work, you know, especially with okay, okay. kids that are easily influenced. All right. So, you know what? I'll reel it in. The boy, he's at, at, on levels of dumbness. He's not as bad as Jetty and, and, and Sandman. All right. Cause Jed and Sandman, he is true stupid. All right. So that's, that's full dumb. All right. This kid is like, just like, Curious, dumb, but yeah. there's also a spell. So I'll, I'll you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll, I'll allow Don't it. Don't overlook the magic just because it doesn't come with lighting. Solomon or whatever. I'll, I'll allow it. You know what I'm saying? Mordor and stuff, and you know, black mountains and lava yeah. and things. I'll, 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 I'll allow it. I'll allow yeah. it. This so, now I, I only half agree with Miss Morris. And by the way, you are. Seriously, shout outs to you. I don't think she's gonna die, and the kid's gonna hate elves because of it. Because I think he already hates elves. Mm. It's like it's like that one person that already hates Mexicans, and then they get into a car accident with um, where a Mexican were driving, and that just seals it. So now all Mexicans it just back. seals it. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's, <laughs> that's it. it. Yeah, that's I it. had an like, opportunity yeah. for it to come back. Yeah, you know uh, <laughs> that that's really what I see because elves are not well liked um, in the east no. and the south. And I can kind of see that because you know elves. And they are never jerks. really, they never really explain outside of them just being like sort of like pretentious elitists. Like they never, yeah. at least they never really explain like, oh, like the elves did this last week, matter. and that's why we hate them. It's just well, like and the elves are like, well, y'all sided with Morgoth, so you know we don't, we don't know about y'all. And I'll tell you, yeah, um, I've lived, I born and raised in L.A., cut my teeth in Hollywood. All right. Elitists are enough to make you hate people. True. True. <laughs> that whole, yeah. well, you're not nearly as good as I am and you don't know nearly as much as I do. Well, teach me. And I'm doing my absolute best not to use profanity here, but I'm like, yeah, well, if I'm not, if, if I ain't like that, if I, if I don't measure up on your level, you know, then teach me or show me where I can learn. And well, they, if you they don't do, know. It's <laughs> like they have all the dope stuff and it's not like they act they act as if they don't know that they have a whole extra 200 years of knowledge on humans. <laughs> it's like, hey, yeah. man, I'm 30. You're so stupid. Yeah, because you're 330. I mean, of course, yeah. You've been here a while. Yeah. Like, Excuse me know, for not practicing sword play for the past 800 years. I've only been here 30. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, but the thing is, and that's what they showed subtly with Elrond, they don't get it. They really don't. They don't get, you know, what? I ain't got time for that. I'm only here for 80 years. I ain't got time for that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, they, they really don't. Like, you know, um, they don't get that a lifetime can pass while they're writing a book, you know? Because for all we know, Elrond in the beginning of the first episode was working on that speech for like 15 years. True. You know? The only time we really, really get to see that is when we're dealing with the ants. Because <laughs> we don't we don't really know how long she had been on that, you know, that uh, quest or whatever with the yeah. with the party that was like, yo, man, look, I because dude was like, I right, look, they're, they're tired. We, we done went everywhere. 
we ain't seen an orc in like I can't remember how long he had said, but a, a long time. Yeah, it had been a long time. We ain't seen an orc in X amount of years. Like, and no, she's like, like they're just getting better at hiding. <laughs> we keep looking. Technically, she's right. They are underground, uh-huh. which is weird because it makes me wonder. Like, y'all never thought to look underground, but I no. guess, I guess, like they were this like, is, hey, they don't live underground. The they live in, they live in castles or whatever, whatever. They, yeah, they, they live go. in castles. They live in trees. They live on a country that. All right, so real talk. Um, think back to the Fellowship of the Ring. All right, all that right. little crystal ball that Sauron was using. Mm-hmm. Okay, that that crystal ball, the Palantir, that is the dwarven cell phone or the elven cell phone network. Like they had the internet. <laughs> okay, they use the magic to create the internet. So mm. living underground, who would do that? <laughs> yeah, that's like and see, us. we and see. Well, at least okay, at least we're not at the point where he has the eyeball yet. Well, I mm. guess Sauron, he's around somewhere possibly, but we don't. We don't know. All we know is at this point he doesn't have the eyeball yet, so that's good. But I mean, I well, guess we can't stop him from getting the eyeball. Form. Oh well, yeah, the, we can't stop him from becoming is, the eyeball because we already know yeah. the future happened. So you know, he's just oh no, become he, the eyeball is good because was beat three times. First uh, as a Maiar during the War of Wrath, then he fell to Middle Earth. That's where he got flesh, and then he became a shapeshifter. And he was known as something, the Lord of Gifts. Um, and he was like this cool, good looking dude that was like, I'm smart. I'm from the gods. I'm all this stuff. And then he was defeated and came back in the armor form. Okay. The armor form that you saw at the last Alliance of Elves and Men. And then when he got beat, then all he could muster up for a physical form was the eye. <laughs> Uh, okay, <laughs> so that okay, was cool. that was literally like, all right, I can't do this. <laughs> you know. Now um uh since we've been chilling, I wanna I wanna give the last shout out to Geeky Andre said the orc that was in the barn was giving me evil dead and the hills have eyes vibes. I Facts. agree. That was that Facts. I agree. And the fact yeah. that you know those things don't feel pain or at least seem to feel pain doesn't help either. But, yeah. you know, hey, I do like the fact that they were able to pull it out. I knew they weren't in danger, but, well, no, I thought that the kid might have to end up using that little half-sword thing on it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, besides that, I was like, these, they're not dead in the scene. Now, um, I want to give a shout-out to the actress that's playing the role of that lady who's in love with the elf. Because mm-hmm. she's real young-looking, so I'm like, oh, great, another good-looking woman, blah, blah, blah. It's TV, of course, what do I expect? I didn't realize that she was a mom and the end of that fight where she's like, look, we got bad stuff happening. Things are underground. They're like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. Whatever woman, blah, 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 blah. As soon as she killed that orc and cut off its head and walked back in, like, boom, is that the proof you need? I'll be packing. I'm like, yeah. All right. She is a mom. (laughs) Look, She was like, look, this was in my house. Goodbye. (laughs) <laughs> so uh with that said we've been chilling with y'all for a long time we know y'all got things to do we've been kicking it enjoying the lord of the rings rings of power all that jazz i think i'll stick around for the show i'm gonna throw yeah. it to, i'm gonna th- i'm gonna throw it to solar Let's... final thoughts where can they find you all right so my final thoughts are if you're expecting the pete jackson movies don't he couldn't even do it a second time all right the first time he did it 
And it was like, wow, he set the standards. But when he went back to do The Hobbit, he couldn't do it again. So Wasn't Guillermo del Toro supposed to do The Hobbit? Event, um, originally, yes. Yeah, I forgot about that. That would have been too much of a tonal shift. Um, but maybe that's what it what it needed. No, maybe that's it why they did a duology. <laughs> it needed to be a duology. Number one, and second, had it been a duology, you wouldn't have had all the padding like um, like Legolas running up rocks or ten minutes of them in the barrel in the river. We didn't need all that. Three minutes would have been fine. Um, but they had to stretch it out over the course of three movies. But it really yeah, just needed to. Yeah, I forgot, because you're right. Because Guillermo del Toro was just going to do two movies. Because mm -hmm. I think that there was even an interview where he said something like, two books, two movies. So he, it was just like really simple. He was like, two books, two movies. Like, well, no, Hobbit was one book. And that was, it was? It was one I, book. Yeah, one Oh, book. I thought it was That's two it. books. Most right. of the stuff that happened to Bilbo was like, we're following Bilbo. And then he comes back and the dwarves have gotten into something else. So, you know, and so if you're going to make movies, yeah, you got to show what the dwarves are up to. You got to show where Gandalf leaves for. So like two movies, we're good. We're just playing good with two movies. That would have been fine. But stretching it out to three movies at three hours a piece, that movie failed because it had so much filler. Man. You know, it had way too much filler. So, um, but yeah, so if you were going into this expecting the Fellowship of the Ring, don't. Because, again, Pete Jackson couldn't do it a second time with property from the same author in the same universe. He couldn't. He, he couldn't do it a second time. Now, if you're looking for a decent fantasy show along the lines of, say, Wheel of Time, Game of Thrones, um, um, what was that other one? Um, like Witches or something like that. Um then this is right up there. I mean, it's good. Um, it, it, I mean, and I still need to peep Wheel of Time. I still need to peep that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's a solid three of a kind. You know, if you're if you're playing poker, it's a three of a kind. And given that I grew up in the time of Hercules and Xena and the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and the mystic writers of Tirna Nog. Um, so worse is out there. You know, yeah. worse is out there. Is better out there? Yes. Better is out there, but not much, not much better, you know? So if you're going in with the expectations of this sweeping epic and all that other stuff and no, no, don't, then you're just, just skip it. If you're in there to see another story of Middle Earth done in TV format and you're willing to take what you get, then yeah, I mean, it, it's good. It's, um. I can liken it to my love of supernatural movies, like my love of movies involving um, the supernatural and the Catholic mythology, like End of Days and um, okay, anything okay. involving angels and demons, and then watching Supernatural, the TV show. You know, Supernatural wasn't all that. It it was it Super didn't have great production. Supernatural values. had its bright spots. Yeah, it's uh, Supernatural it is it's such a mixed bag. Especially, yeah, that's you know what, that might be another show because I actually yeah. I did the after show for After Buzz or whatever, I've covered it myself, yeah, I've, I've covered the finale and stuff. In general, I dig Supernatural, but I know what you're talking about, yeah. So it's like, um, or you know, if you if your introduction, like if you're go going to 
looking at this show expecting what we got in the early 2000s with the Lord of the Rings movies, it's like watching The Sopranos when you're expecting The Godfather. Just, mm-hmm. it's different. It's smaller scale. It's more character driven. So, but if you into that, if you into that, this show's fine. You know, it, it's like I said, um, evil's done. And I'm like, man, I don't got nothing to watch. Oh, yeah, the new Lord of the Rings show is up. All right, I'll check it out. Like, I literally watched it before um, Mike over here said, hey, you up for covering Lord of the Rings? It's like, you know what? I'm watching it anyway. Fine. And that's the whole thing. It's fine. Yeah, you it know, is. it's not going to blow you away. It's not. It's not. At gone. least not yet. Yeah, it's it, it doesn't look like it's going to make you run out and read the books. And I will say this. Read the books and do the lore if you want to, but know that it reads like the book of numbers from the Bible. Okay. Especially the Silmarillion. Yeah. I'm, I'm, and I'm not, there literally is a whole like four pages of who begat who, and then who begat what, you know, um, numbers is not. Yeah, exactly. I I don't lie. I've been saying the Silmarillion reads like the book of numbers. Um, and Lost Tales reads a lot like um, the Book of Acts. All right. So it, it's it, it's very much like that. And it's like, okay, if that's what you're into, you're going to like it. Um, but this isn't going to make you want to rush out and read the stuff. It will make you want to pull up YouTube videos of people talking about what they mean because they've read the stuff. Like and subscribe, yeah. by the way. Uh, yes. <laughs> you know. But yeah, so I mean, that's it. It's good enough. I mean, the show is good enough. Yeah, because I don't think if we were at a different part of this year when other shows were on, I don't know if I'd really check for this. But now that we got a couple things in motion with the second episode, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. I'm interested yeah, to see exactly. where this goes. Because this could end up being one of those shows where by the end of the season, I'm like, all right, cool. Because yeah. if these first two episodes, like I wasn't, I was kind of fence-like, but sort of off the fence with the first episode. But with the second one, they reject, especially with the whole thing with Disa and the kids and stuff, that brought me in. I'm I'm very yeah. interested. Like, yeah, I want to see like, where they go. Like, this show is very much like the Blacklist, you know? Like, it's yeah, a good Blacklist show. Was, Blacklist was kind of hot for a minute. Well, they ended, they hot. ended, you know. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of hot if you stuck it out and watching it, but like Blacklist, Person of Interest and all that stuff, they were good. They don't have these great big followings and they're not like the talk of the week and they're not, and you're not going to be like around the water cooler at work going, yo, man, did you check out what happened last night on Blacklist? No, no, it ain't like that. But you know what? It was good. Outside of like the very final episode when just because COVID got them, Blacklist on the low was one of the hottest kind of procedural because because your boy would come see you there were consequences mm-hmm. people got shot they were gone like they they ended up they was buried they they he ended threats all right yeah and it <laughs> now, had that little time, okay i'm watching to find out what a little bit more you know again it, it's up there it ain't like and, breaking uh, bad it ain't like it's not gonna be breaking bad it ain't no, gonna be no. game of thrones but, but I'd enough. also say that I think there's a it's hard to distinguish those because there's those shows are so different. Like cause um, I'd say person of interest, like person of interest, which I think is 
leagues beyond a lot of shows, especially that are like sort of procedural. Like nobody's okay. really handling nobody's really handling police interaction the way they handled um what you would call his character, uh Regina um Okay, yeah. The, yeah, the, and, and, the whole police corruption like mm -hmm. storyline, no one's handling it like even now no one's handling it like that. Yeah. I mean So, so yeah, so, I mean that's just what it was though. Like they they got the they got the they got the they got the pluses. And for the well, technology stuff, and again, they got their pluses. Like I said, it wasn't a bad show. It was a it was a decent show. But personal of interest was not the wire. And that's what I'm saying. Uh the rings of power are is not the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Okay. No. It's not Game of Thrones seasons one through four. Okay. It no. is it's person of interest. It's um it, it's um Sons of Anarchy. It's you know. It ain't breaking bad, you know, but it, it's, it's, it's on that level. So it's like, okay, cool. You know, you're watching it. Words, uh -oh. words comes in. Uh, yeah. Uh, Geeky Andre said the first three seasons of Blacklist were good. Yeah, definitely. And, yeah. um, words seven, eight, nine. Yo, I got a question for y'all. Just ask it. Yeah. Type <laughs> but, it quick, man. Um, now is the old medial meteor stranger meant to be Gandalf or what? No, I don't think so. No. But nope, 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 not Gandalf, not definitely not Gandalf. He shows up to Middle Earth. Um, all five of the wizards show up at the same time specifically to take down Sauron after the fall of Numenor. That's one of those pieces of canon. Like, is that meteor coming down? Um, teenage Superman, no, it's not. Um, like his canon is actually established. It's it's right there. Um, yeah, that's not Gandalf. It may be a wizard. Um, it may be Sauron. It may be somebody on that level, but it will not be Gandalf. Again, uh, um, yeah, Gandalf got to Middle Earth when the Valar sent the ships to Middle Earth, saying, "All right, so now that the last threat of Sauron is done, after the War of the Ring, this is important. This was after um after Isildur." cut the ring off of Sauron's finger, that was when the wizards got there. They got there after that. Like, okay, now that the big bad is gone, uh, the world needs to be reshaped and this is your job. So Saruman was made to counsel men. Um, Radagast was there to look over the animals. Gandalf was there to look over everything that wasn't man or animal. So elves, hobbits, dwarves, eagles, stuff like that. Um, Alatar and Palando actually went east to this area so if they're gonna make it a wizard it would be alatar or palando because those are the two wizards that are not ever seen in any of the source material okay those were the blue wizards that went east that's all that, that's all that's ever said of them so yeah yeah and again i warned you guys the audience yeah i am that guy so, <laughs> this is uh, why you can find me on my Twitch channel <laughs> at twitch.tv slash bid underscore p um talking about games. You can also find me because I dual I dual stream um at my Twitch channel and here on YouTube. Just look for the Solar Gray or Back in the Deck Productions YouTube channel. And um, because I live stream on both at the same time, and Twitch is mad at me for that and they're not paying me. So uh, you know, like and subscribe, share, join the Patreon, all that jazz. Um, and now that I got you in a public forum, I want to seriously thank you for showing up for Decker Day, man. That was, 
you know, oh, last man, that week was, was I had fun. Yeah, had fun. last last week was popping. I was really, really happy. Um, yeah, and yeah, that was some good stuff. So you kind of got to see what what the gaming community is really all about. You know, the tabletop gaming community and the stuff that we do, and all that stuff, and how we're still keeping that last candle lit. <laughs> that last candle lit. And shout out to uh, what is it, Guildhouse Gaming? I got uh, yeah, Guildhouse. I got some uh, dice from, well, di all three of us got some dice. Uh, mm -hmm. The little guy got some dice. The wife got nice. some dice. I got some dice. So, um, shouts yeah. to them. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they're, they're good cool, people. Some very cool dice that yeah. I'm not letting anybody just like be playing with willy, all willy nilly. Nah, nah. That's when I start, when I get back in a position where I can start running Esper Genesis again. Now you got dice. Now you can be like, all right, well, wait, I'm not, am I supposed to run the roll the twenty right now? Yes, roll the. D20. Oh well, no, I got regular. I'll have to get those type of dice too. All I right, I just got the regular, the regular but, squares. Uh, That's it. But yeah, so you know, but seriously, thank you for showing up. That it was a great day. If I do it again, I might do it after Halloween, but before Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. um, at the same location because that food was lit. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, food was great. You know, yeah, the food is honestly the food was the real reason that I was charging fifty bucks a ticket. Um, but I'm totally pretty sure awesome. everybody got their value. I'm pretty sure everybody got fifty dollar yeah. value out of out of the day. So I was I was really happy. I was glad to see the whole family there. Um, your little guy came up to me having broken one of the miniatures on the thing, and I'm like, No, look, don't worry about it. They're toys, it's just stuff, it's meant to be played with. And I took the little figure that he broke, and I'm like, look. I held it up to him and then I dropped it on purpose. I'm like, see, I'm not concerned about it, kid. You know, and ironically, I just glued it back together yesterday. So, you know, it's all good. It's, it's I got all an good. Iron Man that I got to glue back together in a second anyway. <laughs> There's a little Iron oh, yeah. Man over there with his arm hanging on the ground. So, you know. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's it tough just, out there. You know, it's tough so out there. It, it was really good. Hero, you know. Yeah. You know, and it, it was, you know, we had a good amount of kids turn out um shout outs to like the next generation of gamers learning the social contract and how to behave around people and i really got to give shout outs to you and lady lisa on your parenting i'm like this is what i'm talking about because oh. that 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 boy if, if more children behave like nerd soul light i would have no fear for the future like seriously oh we we do what we can it's yeah it's not easy but we, and suck it up now with love. <laughs> yeah, and suck it up now because you know by the time he's a teenager, you know it, that's all gonna go away. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's gonna know teenager. everything, and then and then he'll turn like thirty and be like, "Oh man, you know what? I didn't know everything." Like I get what you were, I get what you were saying back when I was eleven, pops. Oh, you get it now. You get it so now. How much thanks. money you need? Yeah. So how much money you need? You know. <laughs> like, you get it now. Thanks. Yeah. But, um, uh, I guess uh, final thoughts for me. Uh, first, thank everybody in the chat coming through. Antoine Films, Geeky Andre, Vera Morris, uh, Words, who uh, think Geeky Andre, unless I already said it. Um, who else? Gaming uh, Fix. Oh, uh, Shanetta, Shanita Summers. I hope I did not mm -hmm. screw up your name. Um, so what up, what up to you? Uh, final thoughts. I'll stick around. I'll stick around. I'm interested to see where this goes. Um, it's a world that I don't know a lot of, so I'm interested in seeing outside of the movies. I know nothing but just what's on the show, so I'm like, cool, let's see where this goes. Um, mm -hmm. it's not the best, but it does have promise, 
I will say it does exactly. have problems. Exactly. So, yeah, I, it's got problems. So, you ready to go? Bye. You ready to go? Bye. Hey, what's up, oh, you, man? Oh, I guess you are ready to go already, right? Yes, yeah. Say, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Say, I love all y'all. Love all y'all. Say, peace. 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 Uh-huh. No, no, not yet. Not yet. Hey. Hey, where'd I go? We out. We out. All right. All right. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. You got to be nice to the people when you go. I say, you gotta give them a little bit. Say, say, say. Nope, nope, no, no, no. Yeah. All right, now this time we can go. Anyway, we out.